Thank you for taking time to listen to this week's message from Horizon West Church. You can find even more content, including video archives of this and other past messages at horizonwestchurch.com. And if you're in the Horizon West area, be sure to visit us sometime soon. Now enjoy this podcast from Horizon West Church. Hey, good morning, Horizon West Church. You can be seated. I want to welcome you uh, to church this morning, and I want to welcome you to the last day of 2023, if you can believe that. This time tomorrow, or for some of you this time tonight at midnight, you'll be ringing in the new year. You'll be the ones keeping me awake with your fireworks, and uh, that's okay one night a year, I guess. But uh, man, it's just a great time to do two things. One is uh, to reflect back on God's goodness to us in 2023. We're going to do a little bit of that. It's also a time to prepare our hearts and to be ready for what God wants to do in 2024. Uh, I want to first look back just one week to our Christmas Eve services last week, and it was a banner day for Horizon West Church. What an incredible thing to see this room filled with worshipers, with people coming to, to celebrate Jesus, the one who came to Bethlehem and continues to come to the hearts of people in every generation. And that service, if you were part of either of those, you know we had 13 baptized, and I want to let you know we also had seven brand new professions of faith at our Christmas Eve service. Would you help me celebrate that, what God has done? And that is not an anomaly because what we've been seeing all throughout 2023 is the the hand of God and the move of God in people's lives. Uh, We saw more people baptized than in any previous year. We saw 68 people profess Jesus as Lord through baptism. And we're praising God. He's been good to us. He's still moving. He's still at work. In spite of all the hard and difficult things going on in the world, some of those which we'll recognize and settle into through prayer today, we want to also recognize He's been faithful all our lives. Goodness day and night. He is God with us and for us. And so today's service is going to flow a little differently than a typical service. I'm not going to preach, although I will do a little bit of a setup to the service in just a moment. Uh, I basically want you to know that today we're going to do two primary activities. As we ring in the new year together, we're going to primarily today do two things. We're going to worship together through song, and we're going to pray. And we're going to devote significant time to to giving space for the Spirit of God to meet us in prayer. In fact, at one point in the service, we're going to give you a chance to lay down the burdens that you've carried throughout the year or throughout the last several weeks or months. The things you come in with today that are hard, that are stressful, the places you feel stuck, the places you need healing or breakthrough. And I want to invite you when that time of the service comes, we'll let you know and we want to invite you to come and receive prayer over your life. You know, this season of the year, what we typically do, and many of you are already doing it, is you start thinking about the things in your life that you might want to do differently, do better, or change. Those might flesh themselves out as goals or New Year's resolutions. And for many people, those are going to be focused on things that matter most to them. Things like better health or improved relationships or finances. All of that is important. We wish you nothing but the best in your personal goals. But at the same time, we recognize that there is something greater than even our personal ambitions for the new year. Patrick Morley, a man who founded a men's ministry located here in Orlando, but reaching across the world, man in the mirror, Pat Morley was famous for saying this, my greatest fear is not that I will fail, but that I would succeed in that which does not matter. And church, my greatest fear for us is not that we would fail to hit the goals that we've set or or the growth metrics for which we desire. It's not any of that. 
my greatest fear is that we as a church, that you as individuals and families might find that you've succeeded in all the things you set out to succeed, but along the way you miss the heart of God. And so before we answer the question, what matters to us and what do we want to see changed or birthed in the new year, today we want to pause and ask the question, what matters to the heart of God? And again, we're going to give time and space for God to speak and for God to move. In fact, we've only programmed about 45 minutes, and some of the determining factor of how long we end up spending together is going to be the needs of our congregation. The needs that you have when you come for prayer, we're not going to rush that moment or any of these moments along the way. So the format today is going to go like this. We're going to focus in on these three things that we believe matter to the heart of God, and they're going to play themselves out as three movements, if I can use that expression. Each of those sequences or movements is going to be led by a Horizon West Church team member and will involve both a time of worship singing and also of praying and going to the heart of God together. And while we could pinpoint and name many things that matter to the heart of God, the three we want to focus in on today are these. Salvation of the nations, the healing of people, and the transfer of gospel faith to the next generation. I want to first talk about God's heart for the nations. Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 and 10, which has become kind of a, an anchor verse for us as a church, it says this, after these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude that nobody could count from every nation and all of the tribes and people and tongues, they were standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and they cry out with a loud voice saying, salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. This passage and throughout the New Testament, we learn something about the heart of God. God's heart is not for one nation, including our own, over and against other nations. Rather, God's heart is that people from every nation, tribe, and language would come to know the saving power of Jesus, let his rule and reign into their hearts and lives, and be found in that great day of the Lord, worshiping at the feet of Jesus, saying, salvation belongs to the Lamb. This is the journey that we've set out together to do as a church, and we are doing that in a variety of ways. I want to name just a few. We're doing this by first walking alongside of members of Horizon West Church that God has called to a unique and special ministry that is theirs, though it may not be entirely ours. We have a woman who leads a, na a national or nationwide ministry called She Lives Fearless, where women are being challenged and equipped to live fearlessly for God. We have a young couple that has a ministry called Beyond the Pixie Dust. They're members of Horizon West Church, and we link arms with them as they reach, you've probably guessed it, Disney college program students and Disney cast members. We even have one individual that many of you don't yet know, a longtime friend of mine who's here most Sundays, a member of our church, and he has an international broadcast ministry reaching Muslims, Hindus, and Sikhs with the good news of Jesus. These are things that we as a church don't invest any resources or time into, but every Sunday these individuals are among us, part of our body, doing what God has called them to do to reach the nations. We also provide leadership to local ministries that are making an impact, things like Celebrate Recovery that meets on Monday nights at our Evolve campus, things like Fellowship of Christian Athletes right here at Horizon High School that, that we get to partner with FCA and, and reach students who are coming to, to learn about Jesus at Horizon High School. And we also have a ministry called 
family advocacy ministry. And one of our team members, Marcy, has provided leadership for that as well as volunteers, Joe and Liz. This is a ministry helping families that are in foster or adoption or providing wraparound care to those who are. Again, all of this is because we believe that the heart of God is for the salvation of the nations. In fact, we believe that so much that we've got two families who have gone from Horizon West Church to serve full-time in other locations, one in Nigeria and one in Central Asia. And this February, we're taking a team of nine on our really first international missions trip to Belize, where we're going to partner with Evangel Temple, a local church there, and also Hearts of Christ, a children's ministry. And we're going to see God do new things in the nation of Belize as he calls us to walk alongside those who are there serving to extend God's kingdom. And I want you to know that the vision that we have, the vision that scripture gives us of that day when all the nations, tribes, and languages will be worshiping at the throne of Jesus is the reason that we all pulled together to secure almost 13 acres on Schofield Road where in the not too distant future, we're gonna begin to see a building going up. And we don't get excited about facilities, but what we get excited about is a property in the heart of Horizon West that for years, for decades, for generations, until Jesus returns, will be a place where men, women, and children from our community and from around the world can hear the good news that a man named Jesus came, the Son of God, to save them and to be the Lord of their life. And that from there, it would be a launch pad where we're sending missionaries short-term and long-term to reach the nations with the good news of Jesus. God's heart today is an open wound of love, Richard Foster says. And that love is poured out on the nations, the people that he has created. And so as we think about God's heart for the nations and the salvation of people, I also want to include one other element. God is heavily concerned and invested in our eternal future. But he also cares about the things that matter to us here and now. And there are some places in our world today that are in utter chaos, where the norm is violence, where the norm is famine, where the norm is oppression and war and poverty. And tonight, as we put our children to bed to the sound of fireworks, there are people in places like Israel and in Ukraine and other parts of the world where they're going to put their children to bed, not to the sound of fireworks, but to the sound of bombs. And we're going to pray that the shelter of our good God would be over these men and these women and these children. Palestinians and Jews, Ukrainians and Russians, anyone that it reflects the image of God as all people do, we're praying for an end to the war and violence, that the one who is Prince of Peace would reign in the places where right now it is utter chaos. And so in a moment, we're going to give you some time just to pray. It may be that what you're drawn to pray for is as close as your own home. I encourage you to lean into that and pray that the kingdom of God would come in your home in new ways. It may be that one of these places I've named or another, that that really captures your attention. Take that as God's invitation to pray for that nation and for those people and pray that his kingdom would come in new ways there. And as we pray, I want to encourage you in this time, in just a moment, that maybe you put your hands in a posture of receiving, of openness, of saying, God, I'm surrendered to you. We're going to sing a song that says, God, I make room for you to do whatever you want to do. And so we're praying that for us. We're praying that for our church. We're praying that for our community. We're praying that for our world. At other parts of the service, there will be individuals and couples and families who are coming forward for prayer. And in those moments, I would encourage you just to extend a hand of prayer, of blessing and favor over them. 
You may at different points want to just quietly pray out loud where you are. You may want to get down on your knees. We want to give you all the freedom in the world to make room for the Spirit of God to move in our midst today. And so before we sing this song, which is a prayer, I want to lead us in a word of prayer. I'm going to be quiet for just 30, 45, maybe 60 seconds. And whatever God is impressing in your heart in this moment, would you pray and lift up that part of the world, those people, that nation, that situation, and then I will give voice to a prayer for all of us. Father God, for Anya and for Victoria, for their husbands, and the millions of people in Ukraine who are enduring now an almost two years long war, God, would you remind them that you are God with them and God for them. God, would you put an end to the madness of leaders who are hell-bent on their own agenda, believing that temporal locations and territories are worth both dying and killing for. Would you disrupt their plans? Would you disrupt their thinking? Would you replace them, if need be, with people who would pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven? God, for the people of Israel, both Palestinians and Jews, and the people in the surrounding regions, for our troops and others who are stationed in places that are increasingly hot with violence, God, would you put an end to the craziness? God, would you spread your arms of shelter over the nation of Israel, the land that plays such a prominent place in your redemptive plan? God, would you protect those image bearers, those men, women, and children? And God, would you destroy the strong arms of violence that are coming down and reigning terror in that part of the world? God, would you birth something new, what you always meant for that part of the world to represent a light to the nations in Jesus' name? God, for our southern border, the complexities, the challenges of, of who gets in and who is kept out, but God, we know that the heart of God is for the nations, and we know that there are men, women, and children coming from Venezuela or Guatemala or southern Mexico who are steeped in poverty, who are steeped in oppression, who are facing crime and injustice, and God, they're looking for refuge. God, would you give us wisdom and compassion as our leaders navigate, and as a church, God, would we commit to simply expressing your heart to people that you love. And God, for people of every nation, of every tribe and every language, in Australia, in Asia, in Europe, in Africa, in South America, North America, in all of the islands of the world, God, we pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, would you give the world today the daily bread that it needs, and would you lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Would you forgive us our sins even as we forgive those who sin against us, because we affirm today, God, that yours is the kingdom, and yours is the power and yours is the glory. In the mighty and strong and powerful name of Jesus, we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. It's such a blessing to be part of a community that truly values prayer to the point where we're not having a typical service the way we normally would. You know, I think about the scriptures when, when we look at the Bible, you know, Jesus performing miracles, raising the dead, preaching the gospel, teaching the good news. The disciples are walking with him and journeying with him through this whole process. And their questions to Jesus documented in scripture wasn't, Lord, teach us how to raise the dead. 
It wasn't, Lord, teach us to teach the way you taught. But he simply said in scripture shows the disciples asking Jesus, teach us how to pray. It's such a valuable thing for us as believers to understand the power of prayer. I just wanna, in this moment, we're gonna invite some of our deacons and some of our leaders to come forward. We wanna come together as a corporate body and to pray for the body. You know, when the disciples ask, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Jesus responds and he says, pray to your heavenly father, our father. We have a father who we can cry out to. And the Lord was uh, encouraging me with the scripture in, uh, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 27, it says this, all things have been handed over to me by my father. And no one knows the son except the father. And no one knows the father except the son and anyone to whom the son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I think many of us can say, throughout the years and even this year alone, we've maybe some of us have gone through a lot of financial tension in our lives. I know for me, sometimes I'm trusting God, believing for breakthrough in finances. Or maybe we're believing for a healing, a physical healing or, or, or emotional healing. We wanna take this, this moment to really pray for a breakthrough in the lives of God's people. This, and, and I wanna say this, because it's very important to know this. This time of prayer isn't a, a, a moment of defeat or a moment of weakness, but it's a moment of confidence and victory and humility of, of the body coming together. We're fulfilling what God has called us to do here. When we're sharing, we're being good friends, doing good work, sharing good news, it's community, it's praying for each other. So I just wanna encourage you as the worship team continues to lead us in worship. If you want prayer, we wanna partner with you in the heart of God, believing that we can come to our heavenly father for prayer and we can come as a body together as one and pray for each other's needs. So feel free to come forward as we enter into this time of worship. Amen. As the Lord is still ministering and many are still getting prayer for, I just want to pray a general prayer of our community, believing again for going into 2024 that we're, we're going to see the fullness of what God has for us. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want a part of, what, of the promises that God has for us. I believe that he wants to deliver us completely. He's, he came to set the captives free. So God, I just thank you for our Horizon West Church. I thank you for the community. I thank you for this city, Lord. God, we just believe, Lord, you know the needs that we, that we, we need in our lives. God, I thank you, Lord. You're not a stoic, detached God. But Lord, you're a Father who cares intently in our situations. So Lord, we just come before you in the place of prayer. We believe, God, for your kindness to be revealed in our lives. We believe for your grace, your mercy, your goodness to be revealed. God, I thank you. You are the God of the breakthrough. God, we just ask, Lord, do what only you can do. Lord, answer the prayers of your people. Move on their behalf for the glory of your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
One of our greatest commitments as a church is to take this gospel and pass it down to the next generation. Um, so during this time, I'm going to ask that all elementary, middle school, and high school students, that you guys start making your way down to this area right now so that we can pray a special blessing over you. We don't do this to pass down um, some fun traditions or a religion of our culture. We do this because we have received the greatest gift known to mankind, given through the sacrifice of Jesus. And who would we be as people and as a church if we did not ensure that these next generation, that these kids, from the smallest to the oldest, know and experience the love of God? You guys, you know, you've seen me back in kids. You guys know that you have a special place in my heart. And my hope and my prayer for you guys is that you know that this is just not a church that you visit with your mom and dad once a week, but it's your community. It's your church. And that as you continue to come on Sundays, that you grow deeper in your faith with Jesus. And that you guys go out into the world, wherever that may be, whether that's in Independence or Waterloo or Summerport or Horizon High or Windermere High, to every corner that God takes you and that you are light and salt to a dark world. And so this morning, we just want to pray a special blessing over you. Aiden is going to pray for our middle school and high school students, and I'm going to pray over our kids. And when we're done, if you guys will just hang tight for a minute, okay? God, I just pray that you set a fire in the hearts of the youth, God, that you would put a desire in their hearts, that they would long for you, God. They would know you, that they would share with the lost, God, so that the hearts of the lost can come back to the Father in Jesus' mighty name. And Jesus, I just pray over this generation. I pray, Lord, um, that they know that it's not waiting to become a certain age to make a difference um, in your name, Jesus. Whether they are 5, 10, 12, 15, 16, 17, Father God. Whether they're staying at home and going to community college or you're calling them to all corners of the world. That they know, Lord, that you are with them. Jesus, I just pray truth over this generation, that this generation um, will block out the different truths that the world is trying to um, scream at them, Father God, but that they will humbly seek truth in your word and that they will humbly yet boldly stand in that truth, Father God. I pray protection over them, Lord. I pray for their minds um, and their mentality, Father God. I pray in the corners where they feel doubt or loneliness or sadness or anxiety, God, that you just fill them with your peace, that you fill them with your joy, Lord. I pray that they um, experience your presence with them, Father God. And Lord, I pray for their faith, Jesus. I pray that their faith is rooted deep in you and in your word. And I pray that they take that faith and that they take that truth, God, and that they take it in every space that you call them into. Lord, I pray for protection over them. I pray, Lord, for the protection over what their eyes may see, what their ears may hear, Father God. And I pray that you fill their lives with loving adults that love them, care about them, but most importantly, Lord, love and honor you, Jesus. And I pray that the words spoken over them, that it's truth from you, Father God. And I pray that every time they walk into these doors that they know that they are loved by a community here. They are loved by a loving Father here, God. And this is a place where they can bring their questions, their fears, their doubts, and that they are safe. And God, I just trust you with this generation that you will carry them to be light in the darkness, Saul in a bland world, Father God. And I pray for wisdom over our church and our discipleship of them and the gift that they are. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Kids, if you'll just stand up where you're at. Adults, if you'll go ahead and stand with us. If you'll just extend a hand, we're just going to sing a blessing over this generation. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we get to be called children of God. You might come this morning and you go, man, I don't, I don't know that kind of favor, that kind of blessing of God. Maybe you were taught a God who is angry and vengeful and just waiting for you to mess up. And the good news this morning is that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. I promise you this, as we enter 2024, if you look for hope behind the door of money or career or a change of relationship or a bigger or better whatever that is, you're going to find those doors locked to hope. Jesus said this, I am the door. Everyone who came before me was thieves and liars, but I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And so our prayer for you, church, our prayer for you, men and women, children and students, our prayer for you, families, is that you would know the abundant life that is in Christ alone. And if you have never put your trust in Jesus, don't go one more year, don't go one more day without surrendering your life to a good shepherd who will lead you in the coming year and in every year going forward. If you're part of the Horizon West Church family and you came to give on this last day of 2023, we encourage you to do that by doing one of two things. You can text the word GIVE to 40777. There are also some kiosks in the back in the lobby. You can drop a gift there. If you're part of this church family, you attend regularly and you want to do that, that's the option for you. And then if you're a new attender or you're a first-time guest, we want to especially thank you for being with us on kind of a unique Sunday. We pray that it was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. If you would fill out a Connect or a Next Steps card for us, just give us enough information where we can follow up. Uh, one way to do that is you can get your phone out right now. Just scan that QR code, fill in those details. I'd love to personally follow up with you. Thank you for coming today and let you know what a next step might be for you. And one of those next steps is an event we're doing next Sunday between our two services right at 1035. We're having what we call community coffee. And this is for those of you that are still kind of kicking the tires or maybe you've come for several weeks or even several months, but you've not yet connected. You've not yet found a place to serve or connect to a group. This event is for you. You don't have to register. You can just show up at 1035 next week back in our kids area. We have a special room that's kind of sectioned away from them and we can help you to find that next week community coffee to all of you, we pray what we prayed just a moment ago, that God's favor would be around you, with you, in you, for you, in the year ahead. May God bless you. Happy New Year, and go in peace. Thanks again for listening to the Horizon West Church Podcast. If you were inspired or encouraged by something you heard today, share it with a friend. For more information like our service time, location, and other info, be sure to visit us online at horizonwestchurch.com. Have a great week.